Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is a place where we come together every week to try to encourage you and strengthen you as leaders. I'm very aware that leadership is tough business, and it's important for us to understand the responsibility we have to continue to aspire to greater heights, to be exposed to thoughts and strategies that can help us all get to the next level. That's why we call it Next Level Leader. Let me start out by thanking all of you for sharing this podcast. You've been so kind, helping to move us up. We want to reach a million people, and I believe we can do that with your help. So please continue to support. Please continue to share this podcast with as many people as you can. And do me a favor. Follow me, Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. When you follow me, let me know that you are listening to Next Level Leader Podcast. I encourage you to go to my website, josephwalker3.org, for more information that I believe can be a blessing to your life to help you truly, truly, truly connect with me, my content, books, etc. All those things are available and I encourage you to be a part of it. So please, please connect. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And of course, we've been going around the country sharing with leadership teams and conferences and staffs. So however we can serve you, let us know. You know, what we've been dealing with in these next few podcasts, I'm just dealing with the issue of discipline. Uh, last week, we talked about emotional discipline and how important it was to keep our emotions in check and understand, continue to fulfill our purpose without allowing ourselves to be so overwhelmed by our emotive space. Today, I want to talk about financial discipline. And we talk about discipline in so many areas, but this area, man, is so important, right? Because one of the things we have to really understand as leaders is that we can really set the tone in our families and our business for our financial legacy. How we handle finances is an issue of stewardship, it's an issue of integrity. And so we have to be mindful of the discipline associated with making money. You go to work, you grind, you have a vision you want to see manifest. And I often say, the way I do it, it is. I literally, I visualize it, I agonize over it, and I strategize, organize, mobilize, right? And then I monetize it. At the end of the day, you want to monetize your vision. But what's the point of monetizing your vision if you don't have the financial discipline in place to be able to sustain it, to sustain your family? You don't want to work your entire life just to keep working. You want as a leader to build a cushion and endowment so that your vision can live beyond yourself. That's why having good financial discipline is so important. Now, disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, but I do understand the discipline of finances. And one of the first things I want to share with you is the importance of delayed gratification. Every leader must get this. So you must have this a part of your culture of your team. You know, in our team, sometimes people they deal with business the way they deal with their personal lives. So sometimes if people don't necessarily manage money well in the individual lives, they'll transfer that over to the business space. And then all of a sudden now they got to have this and got to have that. And you realize they can wait on that, still can get the work done. But when they come into a certain amount of money or budget, they feel like they have to move and do things so quickly. I believe 
and the key components of financial discipline, and this is why I dealt with emotions first, is delayed gratification because it's putting your emotions in check and asking yourself, can you live without it? Can you wait? Because waiting matters. It may not be the right timing for that financial purchase. It may not be the right timing for your organization to appreciate the value of what you've done. So let me just stress the importance and encourage you today to slow down, pump the brakes, and have some delayed gratification. Do you need the new car right now? Do you really need that much house right now in terms of where your budget is? So the importance of financial discipline, having it, is about delayed gratification. It's about not trying to please other people, compete, but get to a point where you say, you know, I get it now. I have to make certain. I have to make certain in my business, my organization, that we, we spend money correctly, but we do it through delayed gratification. I can wait on that, can wait on that. Often when I pull my team together, I say, listen, this is what I want to do. I hold them accountable for telling me what's the best time to do it based upon competing objectives. You don't want to blow your budget trying to do everything at one time. Just learn to pace yourself. I promise you, you'll feel a whole lot better if you do. The second thing that's important is understanding the financial market. Getting with a financial advisor is going to be so important, particularly now. The fluidity of the market and what's happening and a lot of questions out there around Bitcoin, a lot of questions around, you know, the stock market and you see it going up and down. So much happening in our world that affects the global market. This money thing is happening all around you and you have to understand financial markets so you'll understand where to invest, when to invest, how to invest, what to set up. Learn banking, learn the financial market, understand Rule 72. Go do some research and figure all this stuff out so you're not a novice in this. This is your destiny, your legacy we're talking about. So you want to make sure you understand how financial markets work so you don't panic. If the stock market's going down, you look at the trend over you know, a 30-year period and realize the stock market has always gained value to those who are willing to commit to the long term. So it's just important that you really, really understand financial markets. Financial literacy is key. Leaders, 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 understand the market. Do not lead if you do not know how to be disciplined in your finances. Now, here's the next thing. I want you to think about this just for a second. How do you get to a point where you make your money make money? Man, this is so critical, right? Because I've talked to a lot of people about this. You know, how you got to make your money make money. You got to put your money to work. You got to every day say money go to work. That's why understanding the financial markets is so important, right? Because if you understand things like Rule 72, meaning that you take the interest rate on the money you're investing, divide it into 72, it'll tell you how many years it takes for your money to double. Take $1,000, 10%, divide 10% into 72, do nothing else but put that $1,000 there at 10%, and in 7.2 years, what happens? That money doubles. That should be $2,000. But watch how the beauty of compound interest works. If I'm putting money in every month on top of that, then I'm now making my money go to work. My money is taking that compound interest, adding it to the Rule 72. So now, watch, it's going to, in 7.2 years, it'll be well more than $2,000 because I've added money that's compounded on and compounded on, and that interest rate is impacted by the money that's being put in. So that's why it's important to make your money make money. Put your money to work, leveraging your money, leveraging your assets. You don't always have to feel that you have to take money out of your account to get deals done. Learn how to use 
your money, leverage your money, leverage real estate. You know, we do it all the time. You have leveraging real estate means I have equity and property that I can leverage as capital to get things done. So learn how to let your money make money for you. Here's the next thing I want you to understand. is understanding the importance, listen carefully, of sowing into good ground. Listen, every leader who's listening to me right now, please get this. Please hear me well. Do not miss this strategic principle. I tell people all the time, you can make all the money in the world, but if you don't understand the spiritual principle of sowing into good ground, meaning tithing, giving a seed offering, being a blessing into the kingdom of God, you will miss it. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Malachi 3 says, bring the tithe into the storehouse. What's the tithe? It's 10% of what God blesses you with. You give that back to the Lord, the local church whereby you're being fed the word of God. That's the storehouse. And God promises to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. If you're a business owner, yes, you should tithe off of your salary, but also tithe off of your business. Tithe off of the net revenue of your business, the net. And that's why it's important. You want your business to be prosperous. You want your personal life to be prosperous. You got to be generous. You got to sow in the kingdom. You got to put it into good ground. You got to be philanthropic. Find things that matter to you. Once you pay your tithe into that local church, find things that you can give to that, that impact change in the community. You sow in the good ground. Don't sow in the bad ground. Sow where your seed can produce a harvest. And the more leaders get this, the more the people get it. Leaders should always be seen given. You shouldn't be given to be seen, but you should always be seen given. Can you imagine if you are a leader and you're constantly generous? You think about incredible people like the founders of Microsoft. And you think about people, billionaires who have said, I'm going to give a certain amount of my money to charity or do this or do that. I mean, these people are very committed to sowing. If you could ever understand that that seed or that money is not so much something to spend, but something to sow, it begins to replicate. The most generous people are often the wealthiest. They're the people who really understand the blessing of the Lord upon their lives. So I want you, as you're listening to this, if you're not tithing, hey, start tithing. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. Your business is going to get in alignment. Your family's going to get in alignment. It's going to be amazing what God's going to do. But if you try to do this apart from God, you know, you're making a whole lot of money. You're like, well, God, I'll give you this. Think about that in proportion. You prayed for it. God bless you. Let's say, you know, you prayed for $100,000 a year. God bless you. And you're like, okay, God, here's $500. You should be happy with that. Man, come on. God's like, wait a minute, hold on. The tithe is 10% of that. That's $10,000. let us start there. But God says, you make $100,000, you give me $10,000. You keep sowing. God says, I'll give you more than they pay you. That's how it works. When you're spiritually and financially disciplined in the area of sowing, you always have more than they pay you. Let that sink in. But I want you to understand this. This is important because as you're sowing, you're going to get a harvest, right? What do you do with that harvest? What do you do when you start having surplus? Well, I'll tell you what you do. You acquire appreciating assets. Begin thinking about how do I begin to accumulate things that grow in value over time versus depreciating assets, things that lose their value. One of the things that's interesting, if you see people who've never had wealth, never had money, they come into it and the first thing they do is start buying jewelry or cars. They buy things that are very flashy and show off, but those things do not you know, necessarily gain value. They lose value over time. You are going to have to understand the incredible principle of learning how to invest in assets that gain value over time. What are those? Well, I'll just give you one. We'll just rest right there. Land. 
real estate. God is not making any more land. So as a leader, begin thinking about how can I acquire a piece of property? I don't care if you just acquire a piece of property and hold it. Acquire property, acquire a home, acquire a building, a warehouse, something that will appreciate over time in value. It becomes a part of your portfolio. You leverage your portfolio in terms of assets. As a consequence, you're able to leverage those assets, right? And then you're able to use, you know, the assets that you're borrowing or doing whatever uh, based upon what you have. This is why it's so important. I just believe that when you are a leader, you're always thinking and thinking about your organization. How do we, you know, accumulate uh, appreciating assets? As a leader, you set the tone, you set the culture for your organization in this particular area. You got it? You hear me? Sure? All right. So begin thinking about that. I want you to think about how many appreciating assets currently, right now, while you're listening to me, do you own? Do you have? How many? Ask yourself that question. So important. All right. So here's the next thing, which I think is so important, right? Is that you have to know when to say no. Man, this is a tough one because when you have financial discipline, you have to realize when you come into means, your business begins to prosper, it becomes public that you're, you know, you're, you're being blessed, your business is growing. You're going to have to learn how to say no. Yes, there's a thing about being generous, but you can't allow yourself to be taken advantage of. Ladies and gentlemen, please hear this. You have got to learn the importance of saying no. Can't do that. Not right now. Doesn't fit my financial goals. For example, there are people who often come and present things to me often and they have it all laid out. And I have to just remind them, that's a great proposal. I understand the emotions that you put behind it, but that doesn't line up with my financial goals. You have to do those things that line up with your financial goals, not somebody else's dream or their vision. You've got to say, does this align with where I am or where I'm trying to go? So let me encourage you. Let me really encourage you. No means no. Do not apologize for saying no. Somebody gave you a pity party about how bad things were. Do not apologize for saying no. You cannot do it all for everybody. That's how athletes go broke. That's how entertainers go broke. They're trying to say yes. They're trying to bring everybody. Buying a house for this person, that person, this person, that. Man, get some discipline. Put some discipline on those finances because you got to think about the next 20, 30 years of your life. You got to think about that. That's so important. Let's review what we've heard today. And I mean, I hope this is really helping you because I'm telling you, I just really enjoy helping people financially uh, get to a place of discipline. The first thing we talked about uh, is really delayed gratification, learning how to put a thing off for another day. I live to get it another day. So not that car, maybe the new model style will come out when I'm ready to get it. Who knows? I just want to make certain every single thing I'm doing, I am delaying gratification, not being led by emotions, Do not make emotional purchases, but make certain whatever you do, you're talking to somebody and you're measured as it relates to how you're going to move in that area when you purchase that item. Here's the second thing. Understanding the financial markets. Be a student of it. Get a book. There's so many books out there. I I encourage people to read The Millionaire Next Door. So many books out there to help you understand financial markets and how people with means think, how they live, and so you can begin to understand the nuances and ways in which you can be successful as well. Here's the third thing again. It's making your money make money. Coming to a place where you literally are so invested, so committed, 
that your money now is replicating itself to Rule 72, to interest rates. You, you get it. Let your money make. And you, when you see that happening, it's a beautiful thing. So let your money make money. But then acquiring assets, appreciating assets, putting yourself in a position where your money is making money. How amazing is that? That you wake up in the morning knowing all night long, my money was making money. That's an amazing thing. So make certain that you put your money in a place where it can make more money for you. But then here was number five. Let's sow into good ground. Sowing into good ground means that I understand the importance of kingdom. I'm putting this money into something that's going to be a blessing to someone else. Something's going to extend a vision beyond myself. When I sow into good ground, a tither, I, and I'm appreciative of my ministry for being able to touch the lives of people. And I see my seed, I see my tithe at work. And then, of course, that's the acquiring, appreciating assets. That's really, really making sure that I'm acquiring things that will gain value over time and not lose it. But then number six, wow, is no wings, no. Knowing when to say no. Knowing that there's sometimes you can be passionate about something, care about a person, and it doesn't mean you have to stop. It just means you can't help everybody. You can't. Listen, leader, you can't. Some of you right now listening to me in a car. You're driving, going to help somebody. Nothing wrong with that, but don't get caught in a perpetual cycle of guilt that you feel like your lot in life is to stand there and constantly be the only person doing that. That's why, you know, they have so many organizations that are helping people. And sometimes being a resource, pointing people in those directions can be an amazing thing because you cannot say yes to everything. Here, ladies and gentlemen, is number seven. Strengthen your reserves. Nothing like strengthening your reserves. When I talk about that, I'm saying, listen, make certain you've got a little something-something. Store it up no matter what happens. That's so important, right? That's so important that you don't live for the day, but that you lay it up for the future. You lay something back for the future. That was the Joseph principle. That's the principle. In the word of God, that's what I want you to lock in on today. Let me strengthen my reserves. Let me make sure I have at least three months or six months of emergency revenue. Let me make sure everything I'm doing is in excellence and competency. I want to make sure without any doubt that my life reflects the discipline in these areas. We dealt with emotions and now in finances, I believe. When that happens, I believe God will be glorified. I thank God for you today. Thank you so much for rolling with me today. And listen, Next Level Leader is for you. Share with somebody else and let it bless them. I want to thank you so much and appreciate you. Thank you for listening today. And I'm Dr. Joseph Walker III. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram and let me know you were listening. Make sure you go to my YouTube page. Got a lot of things coming out there. You'll be seeing it. My, my website, all these things, my TikTok page, a lot of stuff you can access. But more importantly, I want you as a leader to realize the destiny and purpose on your life. Put some financial discipline to it and watch what happens. Well, thank you so much. And until next time, I pray God's blessings on you. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. 
also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting.